Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Batman! Uh, Gilly's still trying to get used to. Uh, we are live, by the way, but Gilly's still trying to get used to how to put a video on at the start of a uh, a, a broadcast. So, um, so yeah, we're sorry we're a few minutes late as well. Again, the stat man cannot work a computer, but he can compute something that happened about twenty six. Uh, centuries ago, uh, and he asked me just to do it on his face, so we were a little bit delayed. Um, but <laughs> with that, <laughs> with that in mind, welcome everybody to a uh, another the third uh, installment of the live Amma Statman. If you want, if you want, actually the only second version that that stats has joined us. But how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, I thought it was a, a I want to say a semi decent performance last week against Man United. I thought it was a game that. That cancelled each team out. I think Man U had uh, the Roma game on the mind, as you've seen, with the, with the six goals that they scored on, on Thursday night. And uh, we walked 50 odd minutes away from uh, the team meeting against Brighton. So, yeah, very much uh, looking forward to it. And I think it'd be nice to get one over on Brighton because they're only one of, uh, I think, the remaining two other sides that could possibly do the double over us. Them and obviously Tottenham uh, next week. So, yeah, we're in good spirits. Uh, looking forward to the game. I know it's live on Amazon Prime. Uh, and, yeah, it's it, it's just come to that period now where Bielsa Touch will hopefully stay uh, at least until next season for the 21-22 campaign. And who knows after that, but there'll be decisions over players, uh, players to come, players to, to not, to stay and what have you. So, yeah, it's, it's that period of the season that... But I know Alex Ferguson used to call it the squeaky bum time, but it's called the sort of the business end of the season, and we're we sort of looking forward to the last five games of the season. <laughs> yeah, we're in a great position, uh, and I think I think that's that sort of. Uh transponded is that if that's the right word into the bookies today the bookies have got brighton 11 to 10 to win and they've got yeah. leads almost almost three to one to win now given recent form and the, against the opposition that we've both been up against yeah. i just can't bloody make that out i don't understand what's going on 
Why? No. Why do, do, do you think it's because they're in a relegation battle? So, something I think it was was it Emma in one of the chats we were in earlier. Oh, yeah. Gilly mentioned mentioned that uh, it's possibly because they're in a relegation dogfight and and we're pretty you know comfortable. Probably going to finish top half of the table. Do you think that's got any reflection on on the bookies odds today? Because I can't make it out. I've had a fortune on Leeds today, so uh, if you don't weird. see me for a few months, I'm uh, I'm in a that's river. Why. You texted me this morning, and I said it's like printing money, isn't it? But yeah. three to one, real, yeah. I don't know if it's the fact. I don't even think Brighton are in a dogfight. I think Fulham are that far behind that they've got to win four out of the remaining five games to stay in the Premier League. Obviously, Sheffield have right. gone, and I think I think West Brom will, will most likely join them. But yeah, mm. three to one. That's really strange odds yeah, for a team that is. are ninth in the league, Luke, and unbeaten the last six. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, just short of three to one. I think I got it at th uh, thirteen to five or something early on this morning. But yeah, print me some money stats. Oh well, oh well. Form. Um, it's it's a uh, Brighton a ninth in the form table from last six. One, two, drawn two, lost two. Yeah, We're third. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of doesn't really yeah. make all that much sense. You know, they're not on a bad run, but we're on no. a really good one. So it, it's really it's a up. very it's been a very strange season, hasn't it? Where season that started late in September and also finished at the end of May. I think Brighton haven't been great. They've had some decent results this season. I think they'll be far. I think the bottom three. I know Sheffield United have, have gone through the trapdoor. Uh, I think it'll be as it is towards the end of the season and. I know there's this argument about finishing in Europe. I've done a lot of thinking about this. Do we really want to finish in the European Conference League, whatever that is, next season? Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to be travelling far and wide to Uzbekistan in, in the midst of July? And, and what Fucking have you? Do I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, do. I thought you might, Luke. I thought you might. Uh, I'm hoping I might get lost out there. I'm going to go hiking. <laughs> like, just, just, like, but yeah. I, I think. As terms of for the development of the team, personally, I think finish eighth or ninth this year. I'd love to finish above Arsenal. I'd love to finish above Aston Villa because there's been a little bit of needle uh, between those two sides over the last couple of seasons. Uh, and then I think maybe next season, really possibly push on for, for European place. I did actually say at the start of the season, finish top six. I might not be far off. I just said that sort of jokingly. Uh, what, where do we have to idea. finish stats? Where do we have to finish based on based on no sanctions from for the ESL clubs? Um, yeah, and given that uh, Chelsea might win the FA Cup, yes. Where do we have to uh, re realistically finish to to get to get the Intertoto Cup? <laughs> it's a brilliant, brilliant. I will be on Intertoto Cup. Absolutely brilliant. I think we, and this could be wrong because the stipulations change all the time. I think we have to finish seventh. Right. So I think you can only have seven that, teams in Europe. Is that to enter the, uh, the, the you know, the, 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 I don't know what they call it, the, the, the early rounds of, of the, the UEFA? No, this would be the, to Europa enter League. the comp. There's a new European competition. Yeah. There's right. the Europa League, and then there's this European Conference League. Now, right. if you follow D Daniel Kilburn on Twitter, the beef touch, he knows all about it. He's been right. tweeting about it vehemently this season and he knows the everything about toucher? it. The beef the toucher. Beef that's toucher. What he, he used to be the yeah. ham toucher and got banned. That's all, Gilly. That's all. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's, uh, he knows everything about it and what have you. So, oh. yeah. Yeah, no, it might be worth asking him about it, getting him on. Yeah, he, he's your man. He's definitely your man. Uh, he knows all about that competition. Uh, so, can you imagine getting drawn out of Iceland and 
in July. It'd be brilliant, though, wouldn't it? I mean, I mean, yeah. you, you say you 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 you, you laugh and joke about it, but yeah. for a promoted team, I mean, oh, it absolutely. has been for us to actually get have an opportunity of getting in and playing in a European type competition in our first season back. It's going to be worth plenty of money to us, firstly. Oh, but it's you. also got it's also going to put Victor Orta in a great position through the summer to to attract some some real real good players for. For probably a bit less than we might have to pay if if we weren't in the European com- 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 yeah, absolutely. competition. Yeah, absolutely. I know I, I, I laugh and joke <laughs> about it. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I know I and joke about it. But in all seriousness, if we were to finish this in seventh, it'd be an unbelievable achievement for a team. If you look at the team we've had, the majority of the starting lineup and the majority of the squad, because after the rent only came back, what January, February time, Fox only just come back. Rafinha's out injured at the moment and Rodrigo could be back for the Brighton game this afternoon. The majority of that squad are championship players and that just shows the job that Bielsa's actually done with this team. He's our most important signing this summer. Bielsa. Yeah, completely agree. Anyway then, Let's let's go move on slightly into into this afternoon into a sort of a, yes. a, just under an hour's time. Um, sorry, sorry, just under two hours time till kick off. Um, just under an hour until the teams are announced. But where do you see the uh, where do you, where do you see Bielsa pick, picking his new? Where do you see the lineup? I suppose because there's talk of Costa being injured. Yeah. There's talk talk of Costa being injured now. If Costa is injured, I think I'd probably like to see him play. The, yeah. he's little come Ian. on the last couple of yeah, little Ian. I like to give him a bit of a run out towards the back end of the season. He's he's not had too many opportunities because of the team doing so so well this time round. So yeah, yeah I'd probably like to see him play. Uh, I'm intrigued to see how Ben White does against Paddy Bamford this this afternoon. Uh, Mo, uh, I'm else is at Mo pays at Brighton. Uh, Alexis McAllister's at Brighton. So they've got some decent players. Uh, I just feel it's an opportunity for Leeds to extend the the away run. I'll come to some stats uh, shortly about away away performances in the Premier League. But I, I just feel it's a, it's a real good opportunity for this to go to a ground again. I'll talk about it in the stats we've never won at. Uh, just uh, yeah, it's not going to be an easy game. They they probably need the points to be absolutely secure to stay in, in the Premier Division. But Leeds can go there, play a bit freer, uh, and then and try and get three points this afternoon. Do they play yeah. two up front, or do they play? Do, do they tend to play one up front, or is it two? I'm just wondering what our back line might look like. Uh, sometimes they play more pay up there, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and I don't don't know who else they the kind of Welbeck. That's yeah, another one, Danny Welbeck, and they've got your handbatch uh, in reserve as well. So they have got yeah. players there uh, that can play up top. So the pressure's more on Brighton today. It's. It's just a shame that, again, I know we're getting there, that fans will be allowed back into Stadia. It's just yes. a real shame that at, at the moment in time, boys, that can you imagine 4,000 fans away at Brighton? It's one of the yeah. longest trips of the season to do away at the uh, the Amex. Uh, yeah. I think we put it at the Woodine earlier. Uh, and it's just such a shame that fans can't be in the ground, but we're yeah. not far yeah. away from, from that point all being well. Yeah, I think I think I think Brighton tend to play a three-four-one-two type formation with Trossard behind the behind Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. that's right, Luke. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, so on. that could we well, could look. Lallana's not available today, though, is he? And I think Lallana and we're, we're playing alongside Bisuma. I want to say he was. Is Lallana but, injured today, Gillen? But I think yeah, he is, I yeah, saw but, that he's out. Yeah, yeah. But Gross, yeah. that Pascal Gross will just slot it slot in there for them. Probably. Yeah, well. 
well. Um, uh, so that, I mean, I mean, in terms of, in terms of sort of the, the lineup, I think we could probably pretty much write the Leeds United starting team today. Yeah. Uh, other than other than the wingers, I think we, I think yes. everywhere but the wings is probably where we're, we're certain. So yeah. So yeah, in, that that leads us nicely on them. Given given we've got a general idea of how the teams might line up stats. What's your? Uh, are you going to stick your neck out on the line today and be a Leeds fan, or are you going to sit on the fence? I'm sticking my prediction? neck on the line today. I'm sticking my neck on the line today. Uh, I, 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 do you know what? Maybe I was too confident last week. I thought we beat Man United. I think a lot of other people did as well. Uh, I, I fancy us to win, and I'm going to go for Brandon of Albion nil, Leeds United one. Oof. Oof. Tell you what, you know, you, you don't like your exciting games, do you, Stats? Eh? <laughs> no. I think it'll be tight. I think it'll be tight. Because Brighton, uh, we don't concede that many goals. Uh, Brighton have done well with defence. Lewis Dunk's had a really good season. I have to say Ben White's had a uh, a really good season uh, at Brighton, which pays me to say it. But obviously, we've got Robin Koff, Drago, Lorente, Strike and, and Coops, who's done brilliant this season. But one nil win leads, and I'm going to go for Paddy Bamford. Paddy Bamford. And are you going to throw a minute out there? What minutes are you going to score in? Come on. First 29. Half, 29. 29. I tell you what, have a bet on that. You'll get better than three to one leads. I'll tell you. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, You're not wrong. Wicked. Great stuff. Well, we've got um, we got to the part of the show now that, that everybody likes to uh, likes to join and, and and ask questions and test your knowledge stats. So uh, we're at that part of the show where uh, you can tell us all about your crazy ass stats. So go on, give us some give us some bits and bobs on Leeds and Brighton. Yeah, interestingly, we've had six with six visits, six visits to uh, to the Amex, and we've never won. I think it's two draws, four four defeats. So we are we are trying to to, to keep that record going. If we should win, uh, if we should win today, it'll be also the first victory at Brighton since November two thousand and nine. We won at the old. Uh, the old with Dean stadium, thanks to a 3 0 victory. Jermaine Beckford, Robert Snodgrass were, were on the score sheet, that, that particular day, Neil Kilkenny as well. If uh, we do win today, it'll be our ninth away victory in the Premier League, and that's the most joint most with Ipswich and Sunderland for a newly promoted side to get that many victories uh, away from home. And the big stat, which I'm waiting to do, I hope Bamford does it. If he does score today, he's still got four more opportunities to do so. If he does score, he'll become the first ever Leeds United player to score in every kind of month, of the, of a kind of month basically. He's obviously scored in June and July last season. So a few to, to get yourself into. So did he score in April then? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean this year. This year, I mean as a whole as a Leeds United player. Oh, he scored in April 2019 right. oh, yeah. against Preston. So I should have made a bit more. That's me. Should have made a bit more clear that he should have scored. And he scored in April 2019 against Preston at Deepdale. Right, bloody hell, eh? You don't, there's no there's no getting past you, stats. <laughs> I try. I try. I try. Uh, Nice one. So th then we're moving on to uh, to the last part of the show, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, in that we try and and remember between us. Well, basically, stats just tells you all. Um, <laughs> five players that have represented both Leeds United and Brighton and Albion. Please, I, I, let uh, me start you. Let me start you. Ben all White. yours, Luke. All <laughs> yours. All ben yours. White, I'm done. <laughs> ben White. Ben White at the back. Uh, the ones that I can remember, Casper Ankergren. Yeah. Goalkeeper. Dan, Dan Harding, left back. Don't remember yeah. him. 
left back yeah, came yeah, in the, really slim lad. Yeah, came in the summer of two thousand and five. Uh, uh, a player whose son is now playing for the academy, Sebastian Carole or Carole, however you want to pronounce it, little nippy Carole. winger. Uh, Ian Westlake had a, a spell at Brighton and a spell at Leeds. Uh, Bradley Johnson also had a spell at Leeds and Brighton. And as did Billy Painter. Bloody bad, though. <laughs> and you could have also added, added in there Andy Ritchie, Terry Connor or Chris Wood. So you've got quite a few to, to be going on at. Did you, did you say Bridcup? Liam Bridcup. Another good Liam shout, Billy. I like it. <laughs> Liam Brinker, who we tried and tried to sign so many yeah. times and then came eventually what, uh, on loan in November 2015. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, we have had a question while we've all been chatting, uh, Jay, okay, uh, from Jay for, for you, Stats. Um, Jay, Jay's asked, do you think we're a bit overconfident going into today's game? I think there's a line of confidence and cockiness. I think when you're six unbeaten, you're going to have that little bit of confidence about yourself. And you look the at swagger. the teams. Yeah, and you look at the teams that haven't been, we've been a beating against Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, and uh, Manchester United. And you've got to go into these games feeling quietly confident. Look, we might have ended up with a with egg all over our faces. Uh, mm. I think, as I said, I think we've got an opportunity today to to get three more points and. Possibly look at that eighth place first, and then look. Pardon me, look at seventh after that. I mean, we've got we've got to bear in mind these are our relegation rivals. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you had to, just, had to say it. Did, did just you know on what, that. Billy? There's words you don't say at the start of the season. You <laughs> things like that sometimes come back to haunt you. You look at what pundits have said in the past about Leeds and this, that, and the other. It's just using extra motivation. Never yeah. come out and make bold and brash predictions like that because you don't know how the season's going to turn out. I think Brighton will be all right. I can't see them getting them on in the, in the relegation scraps. I think Fulham are too far behind. But if Leeds were to beat them, I think it might ram a few words down the throats a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just, just while we've got a minute or two more. Um, yes. Moving on into... Um, Moving on into the summer, we're obviously clearly said looking at the teams that have been relegated, just really quickly, both of you, if, if you could cherry pick one player from each of those teams, that's that's definitely really great. So I'm looking at West Brom and yeah. um, Sheffield United here. Who who, yeah. who would you take and who would improve our team out of those two teams, do you think? I think the yeah, only from Sheffield United. The only one from Sheffield United who's been injured all season is probably Sander Burge, who's probably yeah. the only one who came very highly rated uh, two seasons ago. Uh, West Brom Pereira, yeah, yeah, I, was say that. I, I think that's probably the only one, and it's it's difficult, isn't it, to kind of cherry pick and, and no disrespect mm. to, to Sheffield United. And I know West Brom haven't been officially relegated yet, but it, you want to improve. And to me, I think you've got to look at higher up for, for players. I know there's been all sorts of rumors, uh, doing the rounds at the moment. You get that silly season, Skellia. Yes, yes, another it? one. Kavarek Skellia. <laughs> that's well, that's brilliantly pronounced. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you pronounced that rather than me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did see uh, Ronald, was it Ronaldinho wearing a lead shirt this week? He did, so yeah, look, it, it's so difficult to predict what's going to happen. Victor Orta is very clever, he knows he what is. to do, he knows how to improve this squad, and I'm sure he will do. And it's it's a it's an important summer, 
because we want to improve. It's a situation where a lot of us have never been in before because we've all known is championship football and trying to improve to get into the Premier League. Now the next yeah. step is, is trying to improve to get higher up in the Premier League. So it's important to look forward to. Uh, and yeah, see what see what I'm looking forward to seeing all the rumours. I'm sure that all start. On the flip side, and I'll throw this back to you too. Which place do you not see here next season? Oof. I don't see Alioski. Well, I, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think he's signing. Go I'm, on, Matt, I'll let you go first. Just, just on, on the previous bit, I've just cheated and looked at West Brom. So Pereira's had 43 shots this season and scored 10. And that's really good. Yeah. Uh, in, that, in that team, that is really good. But equally, yeah. Carlin Grant was a player that we were uh, linked with previously. Uh, his yeah. goal conversion is 8% and he scored one. That's awful. And, and that, that's the reason, Gilly, why West Brom are going down because they've looked at the best in the championship and you can't do that. You need to look at higher up and, and what have you and, and and try and improve. And I think that's one of the reasons because West Brom's squad is, a, is basically a championship squad. Sheffield United have, have just completely bottomed out and, as we all know, will be in the championship next season. Uh, and, yeah, you'd expect Fulham as well to probably be there as well. So... Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting oh, summary. It's one to... question. Oh, yes. On. Yeah. No, I was just going to say. The three that have gone is. down, I, I can only see really West Brom possibly coming back up again. But it's happened this season that you've got Watford Norwich coming back up and, and Bournemouth are in the playoffs. So it certainly is a, a very interesting uh, summer for a lot of teams, really. Yeah, just, just to answer your question then, I think, sadly... Um, this yeah. season is probably the last season we'll see Pablo in a, a shirt. I think he's, he's yeah. probably a yeah. back to Spain, aren't they? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I think that's pretty nailed on. I, what, do you know, um, I hope that he gets a good run out in front of some actual fans in the West Brom game at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. That goes, that, that, sorry, that just to interrupt, Gilly, that also goes for Berra and, and Alioski yeah. as well, because I think those two are out yeah. there. Out there, out there yeah. 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 Berra's out of contract. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it'd be great for him to be able to have a good send-off. I think when it comes yes. to Pablo, um, I think one of the things he'll do is go back to his, his, his club in, in Spain. And yeah. some people have said, you know what, it'd be really good is if we could have a pre-season friendly against him. And it would, it'd be awesome. It'd be really good. And, and hopefully he'll be able to have a full stadium for that one. Yeah, yeah. And he deserves a send-off. And so does Berardi. And so does yeah, Alioski. Because... Yeah. They all, they all deserve it, yeah. just, just echoing exactly what you said. They're, 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 yeah. they're good servants for the club for uh, over the last however many years, seven or eight years or whatever they've been. How long have they been here? I think I think yeah. Berardi's been here the longest, hasn't he? Uh, Alioski, Berardi joined in 2014. Alioski joined in the summer of 2017. So, yeah, and obviously Pablo joined in the summer of 2016. So, well, August 2016. So they've all been look. They're all heroes because they all got these out of the the yep. the abyss in the championship. So yep. it, it's mad. Every player deserves a, a, a send off that's got leads out of, out of the championship. Whoever you are, they've played a massive part, and yep. I, I hope all three get the send off they deserve. Cool. So there's a couple of others, I suppose. There's there's the question around Forshaw. Will Farshaw be with us or not? You know, I think he's got, he's got an opportunity. He, he, is he pitch. still alive? <laughs> yeah, he was sleeping he's, under the 23 He was spotted game, weeks ago. He's like, he's like it, a dodo, isn't he? He's like, you know, like they've just, <laughs> these sightings just come up. Um, 
These Titans I, just come up from all over the world, like, and he's there. I, 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 I feel so it. sorry for him, boys, that he's battled so hard, and then he picked up a knock in the 23s, uh, and I think he's back to square. I don't know when his contract's up uh, with Forshaw. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame. I'd love to see him be fit for the rest, end of the season, but it doesn't sound like he will be. Then you look. There's a few. There's a few as well. There's a few more, isn't there? I think is is the book still on our books? That's I think he's on board, isn't he? I think no. I think he's gone. I think Wasim Boys. Uh, is he still on our Does he go at the end of this season? And I think the book went fucking last season. <laughs> uh, is, is it? The, is it the still on our books? Yeah, Yeshuki Adiguchi. I don't think he is. Is he? I, I don't know. Um, I'd have to have a look at the squad I think list. That was at the, at the start of this season. I think him and and um, uh, Dubok dropped off the book. We've got so many phantom yeah. players <laughs> that you just you know that, that they, they, they were big up to me. He was the best. He was Idiguchi was brought to be the best. Was he's Japanese, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was he was brought in to be this you know to, for us to reach out to the to you know to, to East Asia and that. Um, and yeah. he was rated relatively highly, I think, from what I understand. He was. He was. He was. Germany before he, before we signed him, hadn't he? Did he not go he on to Germany? Yeah, I think we signed him and then sent him back to Germany, didn't we? Uh, I yeah, think he'd already been that. there. And, and then, you know, the, 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 there is a, another one, the, the elephant in the room. Um, and wherever you fall down on the situation now, whether you think you were right, whether you think you were wrong, I think that's irrelevant, in my opinion. Uh, and really, it's time to move Kiko on, regardless of where he comes, because he's so divisive. Uh, uh, yeah. So, to, to, yeah. to, the, to the fan base, it doesn't really matter what your opinion is. He's always going to create division now. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I think we've got a, a goalkeeper, Gilly, in uh, in Ian Meslier. Wow, just he's getting yeah. better and better and better. Yes, I think we need a backup, obviously, but I, I think the uh, the thing with uh, Melier with Kiko is. You worry with him, don't you? You saw his performance up against Crawley. Ironically, he played last time, didn't he, against Brighton at Ellen Road uh, uh, back in back in January. We lost that game one 0 So yeah, it's. I think he will be moved on, uh, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of takers out there. Yeah, and do you know what? It might be difficult because of wages or what have you. But like I say, regardless of whether you, whether you think he's capable as a, a number two or not, regardless of whether you think he was in the wrong or not. He's so divisive to the fan base now that it's just, you know, it's becoming unhealthy, I think. Yes, yeah, very um, much so. We have, we have actually just had another question in for you, I Stats. Can see, I can see it on screen. What, what's our highest win against uh, Brighton? 3-0 uh, Brighton, especially away from home. As I said, the, the victory in November uh, 2009 on a very, very rainy day down at the wind, uh, down at the Withdean, should I say. Mm. Um, and Tony's uh, listening uh, from Germany. Oh, yeah. Um, and there were, there were one player that always used to frustrate the hell out of me. I think he played at town, although I can't remember which way around it was, whether it was town first or not. And that was Craig McHale. Smith always used to oh, he was, all yeah. against us. He's so mad at me because he did nothing yeah. for the rest of the season. Yeah, he played for Peterborough as well. And he was also a nuisance for Peterborough against Leeds. Uh, Glenn Another one. Glenn Murray, another. Uh, and against Br Brighton, yeah, just pain in the ass to have against Leeds. It, it do nothing. <laughs> I'll always remember the game up at the Amex, our first ever trip then, September 2011, live on Sky on a Friday night, 2-0 up at half-time. Uh, Andy Keogh and Ross McCormack got the goals. And before you know, I think 80 minutes, it's 3-2 Brighton. I think Cowsmith have got a couple of them. Always a nemesis in our, in our yeah. team. 
Johnny Alston got late. Like, he, I was fuming that night uh, because we'd thrown away a 2-0 lead, uh, which was really, really frustrating. But, hey-ho, as I, an opportunity for us to go and win, hopefully, uh, at the Amherst for the first time this uh, this, this time around, in case I'm in our history. Just one more thing before we go, then. Um, yes. If Costum is out today, do you think we might see uh, a cameo from um, Somerville at some point? I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd, I'd love a couple of them to sort of have an opportunity uh, to play at the end of the season. I know there was a report, I think, uh, Baron put in the Leeds Live that he might not see many youngsters this season for me. I'd love to see some youngsters just have a go towards the end of the season and, and see how they, they go on. And possibly, I'm, I'm lucky he was on the bench last week, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I can't, yeah. how do you pronounce his first name? Crescinio. Crescinio. That's the one. That's the one. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's a, an opportunity, hopefully. Look, we all want to see Joe Galdart, don't we, uh, before yeah. the end of the season as well. He's an absolute wonder, uh, as is Sam Greenwood. That, that was the strange thing was that, that Greenwood and um, Somerville were on the bench and Joffrey had been on the bench and then wasn't. Yeah, yeah. And I don't he, missed, he also missed the 23s. I don't know if he's, he's, yeah. he's got a slight knock or something. Off an injury, um, yeah, possibly. Yeah. possibly. Um, but yeah, just to just to elaborate on, on, on Stats' question earlier, we've obviously got a few uh, highly rated youngsters that are out on loan that will be coming back in the summer as well. So whether or not they, they go back out on loan, you've got Mateus Bogus, who I think we've had an offer for apparently. Yes, um, yeah, uh, and rejected. Uh, we've got Edmondson, Gotts, Hosanna, McCallman, uh, Mukhika, yes. I think his name is Mukhika, uh, Alex Mukhika. Yes, and then Tamenzanikov. Oh, well put out. <laughs> well put out. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we, there's, there's, there's a lot of young young talent there that we brought in, I think, over the past. Certainly, the, 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 the young foreign lads, the, the you know, Mukhika, Bogus, and Tamenzanikov, or whatever you call it. Yes, them. they were brought in to be. Uh, sort of almost spoon fed to becoming first team players. Yeah, for the I next. Think, yeah, yeah. I think that was in the championship. So it was indeed. I, so I suppose we're, 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 we'll see where they stand during the summer. Whether we we look to sell uh, or look to loan them yeah. out again. I think that will. Yeah, probably... we, we, we bogus. I think um, there was a, an approach to to loan him again for next season that was declined. Yes, because it wasn't yeah. a, an English based club. So that uh, right. you know, the, the want the want to keep him close. So potentially a loan, but a loan to a, a, a closer club. Rather than yeah. going uh, offshore again, so that's probably a good sign for him. Like just what you've said, Luke on Calmont and Gops, they've been absolutely brilliant this season. McCalmont scoring for fun has, yeah. uh, at all, yeah. and I think Gops is a, a second half of the season has been on loan at uh, at Salford. He's done really, really well there. So it's interesting to see whether they will go up on a higher level if they go out on. Uh, Oh, it looks, it looks like we've lost him. Uh, we'll go out on, on uh, League One level or, or not. So, yeah, really interesting summer ahead for, for the club. Yeah, and I look forward to it. And obviously, it's, as we keep mentioning, it's nice to be in in such a position whereby we we you know we can start chilling out and, and relaxing and talking yes. about potential signings in the summer. It's a real yes. nice position to be in as a Leeds fan. And uh, and and the lads have worked hard, including the, the all the coaching staff as well and ladies. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, yeah. Look! Look! Looking really forward to the game this afternoon. So, in summary, get your house yes. on Leeds. Stat says, get your house on yes. Leeds at three to one if you can get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do bet sensibly. <laughs> yes. Gamble responsibly. Um, <laughs> Cole, anything else from you, Matt? No, you're all right. I'm just saying, just uh, get your money on Bamford as well. Twenty nine yeah. minutes, was it? Twenty nine minutes. Twenty nine minutes. Twenty nine minutes. Stats. Anything else from you before we close off? 
yes, uh, a special day tomorrow. I celebrate my 21st birthday, plus that. Uh, <laughs> 36 tomorrow, not quite plus that. So, yes, right, that's, uh, I was going to finish with that. I was going to play happy birthday. Hey! Everything, but you've ruined it now. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Nah, really. Thanks, yes. uh, thanks for everything you do for the for the podcast from from everybody. Um, happy birthday, many happy returns. Have a good one. I'm Thank sure you. Emma will look after you and spoil you and give you yes. a massage and all that. Yes, um, yes. So, so yeah, enjoy your day, enjoy today, and we'll uh, we'll catch up through the week in prep for Tottenham next week. Look forward to it. Have a Take good care. one. See you later, lads. Goodbye. man. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.